Hello everyone, welcome back to the Hawkins Do Coffee podcast. My name is Ren. And my name is Emily. And in this podcast, we talk about all things Stranger Things. And today, we have a guest. There is not just two of us. This is Shaz, and she is joining us today because... What are we doing today, Emily, which is not talking about Stranger Things for once? Well, now can we play D&D? <laughs> How to get it in? Yeah, how to get gonna, it in? How to get it in. I mean, it wouldn't be a podcast episode if you didn't get a Will Byers reference in before a minute had passed. Literally um, before a minute had passed. 58 seconds on my, on my phenomenal, timer. Phenomenal. Um, so they released, I think this was like 2017, 2018. 2019. Like it, it was quite... Okay, yeah. all right then. It's fine. In 2019, a D&D um, like starter beginner set was released, which is essentially Mike's campaign from season one. Um, and you can buy it and you can play it. And what's what we're going to do today? Because I got it for Christmas and we have been waiting to play it and to do the campaign. So we thought we would be very adventurous and not only play it, but turn it into a podcast episode. We'll see how that turns out. It's gonna be it's gonna be multiple. I think this isn't gonna be one episode because it's gonna be. We'll, we'll, we'll wing it. We'll we'll see what happens. Is it gonna be one? No. Is it gonna be two? We'll see. Is it gonna be six part series? Possibly. Who knows? But in the meantime, you can catch up with us with other podcasts that are not D and D related. Um, at the following. So you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify and Stitcher at Hawkins Do Copy. And then at our social medias on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at Hawkins Podcast. And then on YouTube and Tumblr at Hawkins Do You Copy. And also before we get into this, do just want to say once again, next episode that is not a D&D <laughs> episode, we will answer the Tumblr question. <laughs> Sorry. 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 We will be answering them at the next the next one. We promise. But for now, now can we play D&D? &D? Let's go. You have been summoned by Sir Tristan, the ruler of a small domain in these isolated stretch of mountains, it is cold, there is wind blowing, and it is very, very isolated, far from where you've, you've traveled far, you have come from a very long, very long stretch of land to see Sir Tristan. But he is a friend, he is an old friend, you've worked with him before, he has asked your help before, he has been very kind to you in the past. So it was worth it for him. It's worth it. You will go and help Sir Tristan with whatever he needs. But in the castle, you feel safe. It's warm inside. There is fire. The guards are friendly. The rooms are big, but they scream like home and, and warmth and comfort. And you know that you are safe in Sir Tristan's castle. So he has summoned you to his throne room, which is where you are right now. It's a very rich place. There is this sort of grandeur about this castle. He's he's clearly very very well off as as a, as a sir, and, and he's you know he's could potentially be a good person to have have your back on a quest. Sir Tristan tells you that lately a monster 
called the Thessal Hydra appears out of nowhere. It has the ability to just appear and attacks local farms, villages, and even Tristan's castle. And all of his soldiers together, they could barely fight it off. And after each attack, the Thessal Hydra just disappears into the woods and it leaves no trail. They don't know where it's coming from. They don't know where it goes. The guards need to protect the castle. And so Tristan knows that they are not strong enough to beat the monster. But he thinks that you might be. So he wants you to hunt down the Thessal Hydra and return with its heads. So you've arrived at Sir Tristan's throne room. The guards have escorted you here and they tell you just to just to wait, just to have it while whilst Sir Tristan prepares everything that he needs in order to talk with you today. So you are kind of just left with, with the guards in, in the throne room while you wait for Sir Tristan to arrive and tell you what he needs your help with this time around. Okay, so shall we introduce our characters now? Um? Yeah, if we do that. Yeah. Amazing. Do you want to introduce yours first or do you want me to introduce mine first? You can go first. You're the guest. <laughs> okay, well, um, so my character is a... Um, a lovely hill dwarf uh, bard whose name is Clarence Boltson. Um, and Clarence is an entertainer. He travels all around the known world. Um, he likes to bolster his allies and he does love a good scrap. Um, but generally, he's more of a let's try and talk this out kind of guy, um, mainly because he is devilishly charming and um, everyone's best friend. So um, he... Um, believes that he has an imaginary friend um, uh, that is helping him, um, but it's actually his like his spell casting. Um, but he is going to make references to Roland, who he believes is his imaginary friend, um, probably at some point. Um, and yeah, he's a generally quite a good guy, so his alignment is neutral good. Um, so he's good, but if he's kind of neutral, he's going to generally um he doesn't like authority figures all that much but obviously citrusin is an exception to that rule um so that is clarence in a nutshell so far but we'll see how he develops in this game there we go um and i am a cleric wood elf and uh, my character's name is quince willowgreen um now quince um it's quite devoted um to their faith they spent a lot of time training perfecting the craft making sure that they're really quite loyal to you know the higher powers they want to they want to better themselves i think the way they're bettering themselves is through learning and getting this knowledge and just being the best person they can be um so they are lawful good um so what they think is right is right and if it's helping everyone else then you know we've, we've got to do it. it it's for the better of the people um they can be a little bit harsh on themselves so they could be a bit perfectionist um i guess you could say um but they also maybe they're a little bit like it with others as well but they try and keep themselves they try and keep it in if they've got some thoughts they're thinking mm, not sure how that should be done they'll try and twist it maybe a little way to make it so that their way is the best way to do things um but yeah in general i think if they work hard good things will happen to them and who knows we'll, we'll Maybe King Tristan's task is going to help with that goal. Who knows? 
Uh-oh. I feel like Quince sounds a lot more serious than Clarence. Quince is quite serious about... Uh... Quince is going to be like, really like, on the ball, going to be getting that Thessal Hydra, and Clarence is going to be like, ooh, what's that shiny thing over there? Yeah, I think Quince is going to be maybe a bit annoyed, but we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll work through that together. It's fine. Oh, friends. It'll, it'll be cool. So, Sir Tristan is taking, taking his time. But while you are waiting, you can hear his his two guards kind of chattering amongst themselves. And you can hear that they are talking about something called the Thessal Hydra. So you can you can hear that they are kind of just sort of murmuring and they, they sound, sound a little bit concerned. So uh, Clarence is going to turn next to him to like an empty pace and be like, come on, Roland, let's go and have a chat with these guards and see if they can tell us anything more. And he's going to like totter away towards the guards um, a kind of um, like introduce himself very loud. So, hiya guys, my name's Clarence. Just heard you were chatting about this vessel Hydra and wondering if you could give us a bit more information before uh, the big wig comes. Um, and I'm gonna roll a persuasion for that. Uh, see if I can get them to give me any more. Yeah. Come on, yeah. Clarence. Oh, 23. Yes. Nice. Very nice. Um, so the guard one turns to you and he says, I've never been more scared in my life. We need to keep the king safe and we we don't know how to do this. We are so glad that you have arrived. We are so glad you are here because we we don't know what to do. It's it's massive. It's, it disappears into thin air. We don't know where it's going, where it's coming from. And then guard two turns to you as well and says that, um, he's like we we almost had it, but we knew we knew we had to call other people in for help because it just disappears, and we can't figure out where, can't figure out how. Well, how did you almost have it? We followed it into the forest, and we were able to chase it and chase it. We were able to get there, and then it just goes. We know that we know that the forest. We know that's kind of where it seems to be chilling the chilling is not the word they would say is it that's absolutely not we know that the forest <laughs> seems to be where it lives where it's from but it disappears we don't know where in the forest we've scoured the whole forest no sign well how uh, long ago did it start appearing it's about a month anything else happened around that time that was a bit weird no, nothing else. Well, Roland, that sounds like a mystery to me. What do you think, Quince? And he's going to call back to you. Sounds mental, doesn't it? Uh, uh, just, a, just a little bit. I think maybe we could have addressed that a little, maybe a little better. Um, <sighs> I'm a but... wordsmith. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> so it appeared, um, so I'm going to ask, it appeared a month ago. And about a month, there was nothing that signalled anything else before that. No, just out of nowhere. We don't know where it comes from. The the local towns have seen that they're like they're being attacked. Their houses are being attacked. Their animals are being attacked. A lot of farmers have seen that their animals are being attacked, but only after it started to appear, not before. Sir Tristan takes this moment to arrive. He enters, he's a very sort of broad man. He takes up a lot of space 
in in his throne room as you can see his throne is a very grand throne and his he make, it makes his presence even more known when he appears and he sits on his throne he turns to you he greets you as the old friends that you are and says thank you he says thank you for coming thank you for coming to help defeat this Thessal Hydra because he knows if anyone can do it it can be you and he needs people to still protect his castle so he has chosen you to go out there and try and stop this Thessal Hydra um, I'm gonna nudge first of all and just say be on your best behavior please the king is around <laughs> um, well when he says I know you guys can do it that is when Clarence is gonna like nudge you and be like yeah we can yeah yeah that's us. Yeah. Okay. I admire, admire your confidence, Clarence. That's yeah. we say. I think we. I think we can. We can give it our best go. Um, has anyone else going to help us, or just us? Just you, for now. There might be people that you see on your way, but I cannot risk sending any of my guards, any of my royal advisors. I need them here. I need the castle safe. How will the kingdom survive without their king? So if the, the, the castle is not protected, I am not protected, and this kingdom needs their king. So I am trusting you to go, and I would like you to return with the Thessal Hydra's heads so I can put them on my wall to show that we have defeated this monster. So when you say heads, I noticed that it's got a little less on the end there, Your Grace. How many heads does it exactly have? We can't tell exactly, not, not just yet, but we know that it is around five or six. Well, that's a lot more heads than I'm used to. I won't lie. A few more than two, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, number two, uh, in the past, obviously, when we've worked together, there has been a reward. Will there be such a thing for defeating the Thessal Hydra? There are some rewards that I can give you before you go. Well, that's my kind of reward. I am going to offer a hundred gold pieces each. Well, that's a lot of gold. It's, I mean, it's not really about the reward though, is it, Clarence? We should be doing this to help the people. Yeah, but I've got to eat, so. Also helping the people, important. Don't get me wrong, but if they're offering us under gold, I'm, I'm gonna take it. Sorry. I appreciate that you've understood that times are tough and a hundred gold may be only all I can offer you in gold pieces. So thank you for respecting our friendship. Thank you for understanding money does not come from the ground and that I cannot spare any expense on my security. So a hundred gold each is, is all I can offer you. However, I do have some magic equipment that oh, I can give you as well. That's music to my ears. Um, can I just say as well, if you had tried to negotiate more gold, you wouldn't have got any of this. That's all right. 
Um, yeah, Clarence is pretty much happy with any gold. Any gold is better than what he currently has, which is no gold. When when you said about um, that's a lot of gold, I was like, thank God. Because <laughs> you're not going to try and want more. <laughs> no, no, you tend not to. Well, Cla- Clarence is a good guy. He wants a reward. He doesn't want to rinse him. So... <laughs> But he still wants a reward because he's, you know, there's taverns he's got to visit, you know. I really love the passive aggressiveness of it because it says, if the group gets too greedy, Sir Tristan reminds them that they're old friends. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, excuse me, we're old friends. Oh, Tristan, I knew you wouldn't let me down. This sounds like a great quest and you've given me a load of stuff. And you give me a load of coin for the taverns. You can just see in the corner of the room, the guards giving you... A look. Just just a look. A look of concern for the journey ahead. I'm going to turn to uh, Clarence and say, please do not think we will be stopping at any taverns on this journey. We have a mission <sighs> here. A mission. It's not a, a bar trip. But we might need nourishment. Surely, Quince. But what we need to do is defeat the Fessel Hydra, which is destroying towns. Ah, so what you're telling me is that we're camping. Is that what you're saying? What I'm telling you is we're not going to a tavern. Take that, that Roland. Guys, 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 I appreciate, I appreciate the enthusiasm of this trip but the longer you stay here the longer my castle is left unprotected my kingdom is a threat from this vessel hydra yeah understood all right well now i know i'll be camping i'm mentally prepared i'll have to live about the taverns for a few days whereabouts are we going whereabouts in the woods have you seen this vessel what's it the guards turn to you and the one guard tells you that in order to find where you are going, you're going to have to walk through the local village, the local market, to find your way to where the Thessal Hydra could be. That sounds great. He's going to like give a side look at Quince like, maybe there will be ale, but he's not going to say anything. <laughs> no. And Quince is going to roll her eyes and say to Tristan, we'll be back soon, hopefully with the heads. And with one final good luck from Sir Tristan, which is a confident good luck, and two slightly lesser confident good good lucks, and um, hope to see you again soon, from the guards, you walk out of the of the castle, back into the the woods and, and the sort of the isolated area, and you make your way down the steps, the long winding steps that lead up to this palace, to the slightly brighter and slightly more joyful village below. This is so you're, you're in the local market. It is bustling. There is noise. It is a Slightly more upbeat environment than the palace, but you can tell that some of the stalls seem a little bit 
more depleted uh, than usual as as someone that has as people who have, have seen and met with Sir Tristan quite often normally this area of the kingdom is very busy and, and bustling and there's lots of people and all you can see this time is is three stools that are actually up and only four people around well this is a bit quieter than usual uh, just a little, just a little bit. Um, don't get carried away. Well, that's, that's uh, all I'm going to say. Joking aside, uh, I think by the sounds of it, we might need to see if they've got any uh, healing potions or provisions that we need if we're going to be camping out uh, to save us from this vessel. Uh, what's it? So, how about I take the left side of the market, you take the right, and we'll see what useful things we can find. Well, yeah, let's let's have a look. No ale. No well, ale. I promise to not purchase any, but if Roland does, I cannot be held accountable for his actions. <laughs> okay. 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 What do you want to do? Uh, Clarence is going to uh, approach like the first stall that he sees on the left, as that's his job. Um, and then he will like, well, I will wait until Em says what she wants to do, and then you can obviously decide like which interaction you want to do first. Um, I'm, I'm going to survey, uh, the market a little bit over this side first, maybe kind of have a little look and see if there's any kind of, or kind of overhear some conversation, see if anyone's talking about what's going on, just see what's happening. You can hear, you can hear very loudly the guy from the left at the first stall is shouting very loudly. He's very excited about the fact that people have come into the into the town um, because this has not been a regular occurrence. He's very, very excited. And he's saying, like, get your apples here, get your apples. Best tasting apples in the whole land, get your apples. Um, in which case, Clarence is going to, like, go up to him and be like, all right, mate, what have you got on offer here then except apples? Well... I used to be just a general fruit stall. I used to have all all the fruits in the land, but apples, the new speciality, because since the Thessal Hydra, these apples, they taste amazing. Try one. Here you go. Try one. He throws you an apple. Uh, okay. So what uh, Clarence is going to do, he's going to look at it and be like, this is a very, very generous offer, but... I'm not a fruit and veg kind of guy, uh, but my friend Ro Roland very much loves apples and he is going to like pass the apple to what seemingly is the space next to him and then cast precipitation so it looks like there is a bite out of the apple, but he doesn't really know that he's done that. So he's just like, oh, he likes it. Seal of approval. But what you're saying is there are only apples. Only apples. It's the only way I've been making money now. These best, these sweet apples. Well, this apple looks delightful and Roland is loving it. And the apple has like gone down so it almost looks like a little bit of like an apple like core now. Um, and Roland's going to like put the rubbish. Um, Roland, Roland is not going to do that. Clarence is going to put it in his, his pack and be like, well... Thank you for the apple. And he's going to uh, like present him with a gold coin because um, he feels like he's 
he doesn't really want the apple, but equally this guy is like, this is the only way I'm making a living. And and Clarence is like, oh, that's really pants. Okay, right, I'm going to give him some gold. So he's going to do that. Thank you for the apple. I've kind of seen-ish what's going on. And I'm going to go over to Clarence and um, just kind of just kind of ask we're meant to be kind of looking here for supplies things do you not think it'd be worth buying the apples well as i understood it you were to look on the right side and i was to look on the left and we'd make our best judgments i would say no apples for me Considering that apples, apples, get your best, best tasting apples in the whole kingdom. However, I've got a very lovely apple core in this bag that we can snack on later. And with that, he's going to like saunter away to the next stall, like humming a jaunty tune. I'm going to go and talk to that man (laughs) uh, and just say, why only apples? Ever since this vessel hydra i mean it's been it's been very bad for the for the kingdom for for the land the, the destruction the the killings the attacks but my apples have never tasted so good and it's it's the way i'm making money right now is these amazing apples they the vessel hydra came and the apples just changed but they were good before but now but everything else has died Everything else is tied, but these apples, I mean, that's why I, I mean, have, have an idea of where I think the Thessal Hydra could be coming from based on these apples and it um, doesn't make sense, but I'm making money. I am going to, I want to try and dig a little deeper into that and try and figure out what, they, what, what does he mean by have an idea of where, where the festival hydra is coming from because of that. Uh, what do I roll for? Do you want to um, roll a, like, is it investi- it's investigation, isn't it? Um, if he's willing to give up the information, then it could be the case that you would roll, like, a persuasion, and then depending persuasion. on how good the persuasion is, depends on how much information he gives to M. Yes. It might be the case yeah, yeah. if he doesn't want to tell you or he's lying then M might roll a persuasion and then he would have to roll a deception and whoever's is higher, mm-hmm. yeah, we go from there. Persuasion. I've got persuasion or investigation. I wanted to double check which one it is, nice. but yeah, no, p- persuasion's fine. Oh. It's a six. Yeah, I probably should have tried to persuade him, but Clarence is very much looking for ale. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you, you said about you've got an idea where the festival hydra could be coming from then because of these apples, so... Where where do you think that is? I, you know, I just think the Thessal Hydra's got to eat too. Thanks, Clarence. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Clarence, Clarence might look back. We'll see how it goes. And th- that's all you can tell me? Just the Thessal Hydra's got to eat? Do you want to try one of these amazing tasting apples? Thessal Hydra's got to eat. I've got to make money. Roland says they're lovely. I'll be right back. And so um, I'm going to go over to Clarence 
Clarence over here. Clarence. Quince. I know, I know we said, we said no alcohol, no alcohol. Um, have you gone outside of ale in your drinking preferences? <laughs> quince, quince, quince. I'll drink anything except things that don't have alcohol in them. But anything else. I'll drink. Have you have you considered maybe you know it's going to be a long trip? Um, we could, you could, uh, make your own. I'm listening. I, I think it'd be very good for both you and Roland, of course. Um, we we know that these these apples are the the only thing that are around at the moment with the festival hydra i i think there's a drink that you know we, we can use we can make create even with apples right have what? you considered maybe an apple juice a a apple juice with alcohol a a cider perhaps Oh, Quince, I knew I'd win you round. What you're saying is, if I buy enough apples, mm -hmm. I can make some cider. I'm saying if you happen to make some cider with these apples, it might be very helpful. Oh, Quince, Quince, Quince. Are you all right to talk this geezer while I go back to the apples? Excuse me. Uh, and with that, Roland's going to like... Roland is not real. Clarence is going to dip round you um, and Roland will follow him um, and go back to the apple man. Um, and then address the apple man once again. Hello, friend. Uh, turns out I might have been a bit rash to dismiss your apples earlier. Uh, I could realise that I can use them to... Uh, Make other things other than apples, you see. So oh, I'd like to buy some more. How come they taste so good then? They've we don't know we don't know why, but since the Thessalhydra has started to arrive, they've just been the sweetest, best tasting apples I have ever seen. What? Just at the same time, it just that's what happened. Do you not think that's weird? Well, the Thessal Hydra has has to eat too. It it, it needs the food and apples. There, they, they can be easy to get. And so, what you're saying some... is the Thessal Hydra is a veggie. I thought it was eating oh, people. It definitely is also eating people. But if the apples are near where the Thessal Hydra may be, why wouldn't it also want amazing apples? So it's turned into a gardener as well as a killer. How very weird. Whereabouts do you get your apples from, mate? Why do you want to know? Do you want to try and take my apples to sell them? To be honest with you, and he's going to gesture to the rapier on his back, I'm not really in the selling business. I'm here with my friend Quince over there, who I believe you've already had a lovely chinwag with, and with my friend Roland here to... Uh, Try and defeat the Fessel Hydra. We have been commissioned by your King Tristan, and that's why we're here. So if you're saying 
your apple orchard where you get your apples is near where the first larger is. That's where we want to be, my friend. I have no interest in stealing your apples. If you buy this lovely basket of apples, have, a, have an amazing deal. Got, we've got 10 apples, 15 pieces of gold. I'll let you know where my apples are from. Sounds great. Okay. I needed apples anyway. How many apples are in this basket? Ten. Right. So, can we make any movement on the 15 gold? Do you want to roll? Persuasion. Come on, Clarence. Okay. First roll of the game. Is it 23 again? Yes, Clarence! Yeah. <laughs> How much were you thinking? Well, I was thinking, I mean, seeing as these are the best apples ever, I'm happy to pay you 10 gold, one piece of gold for each apple, like I did before, with the apple that you so kindly gifted to my friend Roland here. However, are you a gambling man? Yes. Oh, well, that's good. I don't have any cards on me, but have you heard the of the game Paper, Rapier, Rock? Hasn't everyone? I hoped that you would have. If we play that and I win, it goes down to five gold. If we play that and you win, it goes up to 20 gold. How about that? Deal. Amazing, right. Roland, kiss me hands for luck. Great, okay. Are you ready, market seller? Yes. Okay, I'm gonna do it off screen and then I want you to tell me what you've done on three. Is that okay? Okay. Okay, yeah. So, <sighs> stone, parchment, rapier, go. It's a stone. Oh, unfortunately, I did do parchment. <laughs> so I believe that is five gold to me. Yeah. Well, yeah. thank you, my friend. And he's going to hand over the five gold to you. Um, plus the gold that he's given to you earlier. So in total, he's given you six gold. And he'll be like, so, about this apple orchard then? The orchard is in... The north. It's up in the north, through the market and across. Follow the road north and you will find my wonderful apple orchard. The ground there, it's the only place where everything is still healthy. It's the only place where things are still growing. And that is why my apples taste so good. Nice. Well, thanks. You've been incredibly helpful. I have been Clarence Bolton, fairly well. And he's going to give a little bow, bow as he goes away. And then he's going to turn back to Quince and be like, so about that cider, I've got some apples. I'm going to put them in my bag of holding. And he's going to like tip them in and then kind of look at the basket that he now has. And he's going to kind of hand that back to the apple seller and then go to his other side stall that he left Quince at. You can um, 
as you walk away, you can just hear him start up again. The apples, apples, come get your apples. But as you walk closer to the other stool, you hear a priest who is preaching at this stall, preaching that the end is near and there are there is something among us, something attacking us, something we need to discover. There are bigger things at play. He sounds very scared. He keeps repeating himself. He keeps repeating that there are bigger things at play. Now, Quince, I know that I said I'd do the left side and you do the right side, but the thing is, is that this guy, he sounds more like your kind of guy than my uh, kind of guy. Uh, wait, wait, what is, what is that supposed to mean? Well, you know, you're into the religion, aren't you? So you can talk to him about religious things. Bye. And he's going to like start to wander over to the other side, unless you want to stop him, in which case he probably will. Uh, Quince is just... Quince just rolls their eyes again. So like, okay, a bit insulted, but to be honest, Clarence is probably right. Can't deny that. Um, so Quince is now going to go over and... Just try and get a little bit more information, just figure out what they're talking about, what, what they've heard. So, um, okay, go and speak, speak. We go and speak uh, to to the priest, and just just ask a few questions. Just ask, are they okay? Like, are, are are you okay? None of us are okay. None of us are okay. Not anymore. Is, is this the Is this the Thessal Hydra or something else? Well, of course, the Thessal Hydra, the damage that it's causing is just more than we can handle right now. But there must be something else as well. There must be more at play here than just the Thessal Hydra. What, what do you mean? There must be something else. Bigger, something like the Thessal Hydra. It's big. It's so big. But bigger ones... Bigger monsters are very rarely alone. Have you seen something? Bigger monsters are often followed, often worshipped by smaller monsters. Has anyone told you this? We've, we've seen them. You've seen them. I've seen them. I've seen that there are bigger things at play. There is more here than what everyone thinks there is. There is not just this vessel hydra. There is more to stop. So um, Quince is going to try and keep them calm and just kind of talk to them, talk to them down just a little bit, try and stop them spiraling, spiraling round and kind of just try and get a little bit more out of them, try and see... Is this something they've read? If this, if this is something that someone's told them, is this something that they just truly believe? Everyone knows that lesser monsters worship bigger monsters. That's how they get their power. So things are worshipping the Fessel Hydra. There's been things around this... this kingdom for a long time there are caverns there are caves there are things have been happening long before the Thessal Hydra arrived small things but things 
And so Quince is going to think for a second because King Tristan has said this really only started a month ago. Um, but, and of course, we believe King Tristan. We've been friends for a long while. But something isn't quite quite clicking and things just aren't quite making sense. So we, we're going to kind of go around that in a, in a roundabout way because obviously we don't want to vindicate uh, King Tristan here because obviously we, we do believe what they're saying. They're just... Is it you, this has been... This has been. We've heard that the Fessel Hydra has been around for a month now. Well, yeah, the the Thessal Hydra has. The Thessal Hydra started to attack about a month ago. But these caverns that surround this kingdom, there are things that I don't think many people are aware of that live in them. And ever since the Thessal Hydra arrived, there's been more, and there's been more things happening. Before they were very few and far between, but. You could hear at night. You could hear the noise. You could you could see tracks in the ground, but now now it's even worse. They they are worshiping the Thessal Hydra. Can you tell us where these caves are? To the north. Have you seen the cave? Have you been in them yourself? Do you know people that have gone there? No. Once you. Not many people come back. Do you know anyone personally? At this point, the woodcutter who is over here can hear the conversation. Can Because the priest is getting very loud. The priest is getting very stressed. So the woodcutter comes over and says, those caverns, they're cursed. What do you mean cursed? If you go in there, you can't find your way out. They change. As in the caverns change themselves? Is it that? Is this why they're they're appearing more? Why more things are appearing? It's constantly changing. Caverns change. They twist and change. You don't come out of the caverns. And what's in there? I can only imagine the noise we can hear sometimes. What does it sound like? Like, like your worst nightmare. Uh, I'm going to call um, Clarence over at this point because I, I think it's something that Clarence should also be hearing um, instead of just looking over at all, all the food and thinking of more, more things to make ale and cider and all that kind of thing. So I'm going to go and call Clarence and Roland, of course. Um, because I think this is something he definitely needs to definitely needs to hear. So, in the time that you have been talking, Clarence actually hasn't gone to the next stall. What he's done is he actually has a brewing kit in his pack, so he's starting to get like a tube and like uh like a jug out, and then he's like looking at the apples, like how do I get them out? And then when you call to him, he's like, ah. Oh. Maybe this is a job for later. So then he just starts putting everything back in, kind of tidies his pack up a little bit, dusts himself up and kind of looks to his side and says, come on, Roland. Looks like Quince is struggling again. And like wanders over. Hmm. All right. What's going on here then? Talking about religion and things? Um, well, if you weren't doing whatever you were doing in the corner, you would have heard that apparently the Fessel Hydra has friends. Well, 
We all need friends, Quince. Come on. Stand At this up. point, the, pr- the the priest is just mumbling about these caves and what's in the caves and isn't really telling you what they could be, but it sort of is mumbling and you're trying to think of how to, to find out what that could be. Hey, now, friend. And he's going to, like, kind of go to pat the priest on the, the arm and be like... You don't look okay. However, we are here to try and stop whatever is going on. And that probably involves us going into these really awful caves you keep talking about. So I know it's scary and I know it's a bit awful at the moment, but I don't want you to worry. All right? Priest kind of, the the mumbling continues, but it's, it's kind of just... Just calming himself. That's fair enough. Yeah. Okay. In which case he's going to be Chris like... He's very stressed. Is there a chair nearby or somewhere where someone can sit down? I mean, there can be, yeah. Okay. One of the stools. There'd be a chair behind the stool. Okay. Um, in which case Clarence is going to try and lead him to the chair to sit him down and be like, Mate, I think you could do with a sit down. You can still shout all the things you were shouting, but just from the chair and I think you'll feel a bit better. And he's going to, like, basically guide the man over to the chair if he's willing and then sit him down. Okay, so he kind of sits him down and he's going to, like, look at the apple man and be like, Hey, hey, apple guy, you got some water for this geezer? He's not doing well. And the apple, the apple man kind of looks over and shakes his head. This again. He's been going on about those things for weeks now that he kind of reluctantly comes over and has this really lukewarm glass of water thanks mate i appreciate it's probably a bit old news for you but you can see how for me and my friend over here this man's state doesn't look too good so i'm just gonna leave him here to mumble and i'm gonna go back to my old friend over there and he's gonna like wander back over to quince and be like right What's going on with this guy then? And he's going to gesture to the woodcarver. The woodcarver says there's caves. Caves to the north. They're changing and they're cursed. Well, funny. The miraculous magical apple orchard is also to the north. So I feel like probably a connection there. But what do you know about these caves, son? Just know that they're cursed. No one has come back. No one has come back. I went with them once didn't go in told me to keep watch just in case and and you see they took us they took a step in and it was like the entrance just vanished so what like, you're saying is they went into the cave and then there was no cave and then there was no cave had you been partaking of anything before you went on watch duty like ale and I'm going to nudge uh, Clarence and tell him, you can't say that because they've lost their friends. It's a valid line of inquiry. If he says no, that's fine. I'm just checking. You can't ask people if they were drunk. What if he was drunk? The woodcutter is, is getting very annoyed by this. And, and this, you can tell this is a really sort of touchy subject for the woodcutter. And he sort of just turns to you and says, look, those caves are cursed. 
And I've heard you in this market shouting about how you're here to help the king and to help this kingdom, but I don't think anyone can. And then he kind of just, you can tell he's annoyed, so he comes over back to his stall, cuts some wood that's now on the floor, which is really weird. Um, and um, kind of just gets back to, to what he's doing, ignoring um, what you're doing. So Clarence is going to whisper to Quince and be like, well, he didn't say no to the, the ale question, so just saying anyway now off to the next stall bye and he's gonna now go over to this stall uh quincy's gonna decide to stick with clarence this time <laughs> um it's probably so best that, yeah so it's the best course of action so we're gonna go over to that stall as well okay at this stall you just have a farmer and um she sort of is cutting up the food that's on her stall really kind of shaking her head in exasperation at this whole ordeal that she's just bear witness to and sort of is mumbling about idiots and <laughs> how all of this is ridiculous. Um, I'm going to apologise for my friend here. Um, I can make because... my own apologies, it's fine. I don't feel like I've got anything to apologise for. I bought some nice apples. To I make found a... a cider. Which I, I might like to add, Quince, you would definitely encouraged me to do. In fact, it was, I'd go so far as to say it was your idea. So. And I'm going to brush <laughs> off that comment. And. She's um, like, mm. <laughs> yes, it was, but because I wanted you to do something yeah. <laughs> productive rather than dotting yeah. uh, <laughs> around the market. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Clarence is going to turn to this little woman and kind of ignore the mumblings and be like, well, do you have any. Um, Things that we might have for our journey, like uh, healing potions, or meat, or bread, or cheese. I love cheese. Have cheese? Got cheese? Cheese, bread, meat. I mean, behind her you can see two cattle grazing and kind of feel a bit sad because, I mean... Oh, Clarence is not ready for that. He's like, oh, well. Much longer. <laughs> um... Just meats, vegetables, breads, cheese, everything you could need. And then she kind of mumbles that everything you could need on this ridiculous quest that sort of it trails off. But she's kind of like, yeah, everything, everything you will need to find a non-existent. So Clarence is probably going to go to talk, but I imagine Quince is going to be like, let me just start off this conversation. So in which case, yeah, yeah go for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Quince, first of all, isn't very happy with this comment, um, for starters, um, and against their better judgment, is going to say, we're doing this for you. We're doing this to help you. We're doing this for the good of all of you, and we need things to help us out. Look, I ain't ever seen no Thessal Hydra in this. There's no Thessal Hydra. There's a lot of owl bears. We have lots of them around, but we know we know how to deal with an owl bear. We've we've been dealing with them for years, but there's there's no Thessal Hydra. The king is just trying to scare us. So out of game, owl bears are like my favourite thing in the whole world. I'm so excited. Carry on. So there's some owl bears. So um, and Clarence is like, have you never believed in nothing that you couldn't see, but you believed in anyway? No. Because ah. why would I waste my time, waste 
being scared over something which isn't there. It's just owl bears, and everyone needs to calm down. This priest has been at this market shouting to the same three people every week about these bigger things and worshipping monsters. That's just owl bears. Well, I think some of your friends at the market here have lost people, and that can make people quite upset. And whether you choose to believe them or not, I feel you should respect them nonetheless. So she just, a, she just sort of goes back to cutting up the food that you've ordered and mumbling about how stupid this entire quest is. So um, Clarence is going to turn to Quince and be like, I've got ration pecs. I don't feel like we need to give any money to this woman. I mean, I do have the same, but do you not think there's something else going on here? I know I kind of gave her a bit of a talking to, but it seems oddly dismissive. Yeah, I think that might be because she's a bit mad. What do you think, Roland? And he's going to pause for a second. Roland agrees that she might be a bit mad. I'm going to sigh. Because you're like, my companion is also mad. (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to try a bit of a a different tactic with the person, a person at the store, and just speak in a bit of a nicest tone and just try and see how they are do- how they're doing and just go that way okay so as you're going to be talking to her in the background i'm going to roll a performance which is 14 so not bad um and i'm just going to gently play my lute as you do it to give you to kind of help you with anything you're doing so like if for example you're trying to persuade her at any point or do anything i want to give you like the help action so that means that it can impose an advantage unless you think the music would make her worse in which case i'm imposing disadvantage on you because i believe the music you is better are all good <laughs> okay so i'm currently playing my lute like in gentle strumming be like go on go on quince and i'm going to note as well that the people just seem a little bit a little bit brighter hearing the music playing because music's always always a good thing and I'm gonna kind of gently mention that to the person who said it's it's nice to see them just just smile even if it's just for one moment she she just continues cutting up the food preparing the stool she takes a look around um and starts sort of stroking there's a little cat she starts stroking the cat and she goes over and checks on the uh Checks on the animals that she has before making her way back to her little wagon and preparing more food. Um, I'm going to say about the the king had said to us that so many people would be affected, whether it's a festival hydra or not. So many people would be affected by whatever this is. That what what do they think? What, what do you think is going on? If, I'm not saying it's a festival hydra. I'm not saying anything to do with a priest, but. How are things for you? It's an owl bear. I mean, it's annoying because it seems to be more than one and it seems to be pretty big. They keep raiding all the settlements for lots of for their food and it seems to sort of be every day, but it's an owl bear. We've, we've seen them, we've dealt with them for years. There must just be more of them the last month or so, but we've not seen a Thessal Hydra. I've not seen a Thessal Hydra. What even is a Thessal Hydra? Mm. It just seems like... They're trying to scare us when we know it's an owl bear. And owl bears don't like apples. 
Owl bears love all the food that they can get. So don't you find it a bit strange that they're not having the apples? Mm, no, not when there's more food around for them. Look, look at this market. This market alone has plenty of food. She dismisses you and you kind of get the idea that you're not going to get anything more out of her. She's kind of done. She's done talking about owl bears, and she kind of says, do you want the food or not? And you can tell that she kind of just is done with talk about owl bears. So I'm going to say, I think we've got everything we want from uh, from this good lady, Quince. Uh, fare thee well, have a nice day, is going to shout at the farmer lady and then be like, come on, Roland, and then go to the next door. Yeah, and I'll begrudgingly move away as well. There's nothing else we can do there. That is the... Um, you, when you hit, hit reach the next door, you realise that it looks like it hasn't been open for a while, that the person that owns it clearly hasn't shown up today or many of the days and the food has kind of gone off and it looks very un uncapped as if someone owned it once and they don't anymore. So um, Clarence is therefore going to side over to this woodcutter and kind of look up to him. Um, I'm assuming he's not a, a dwarf or a halfling, so I'm assuming he's going to be looking up and be like, so uh, I know that you're a bit annoyed with me right now because I asked you some questions about ale. And uh, I appreciate your annoyance. I probably shouldn't judge everyone by my own standards, but I'm a detective and have to ask. But could you tell me who normally runs that stall and how long they've not been coming? The stall was, was run by... Fred and I mean he said that for a few nights he was hearing something and he lives quite close to the orchard actually it's where he gets some of his own things as well not apples he he doesn't have the fruit but he lives he lives near there and um could hear some noises and then just didn't show up to work one day hasn't been there for about two weeks now no one's no one's seen him. He's not there. Poor Fred. Uh, can you riddle me this question? Um, you know that bloke over there selling apples? It sounds like the apple orchard's, you know, a dodgy area with a lot of dodgy things. And he still seems to be able to go collect apples. Is he like a fighter or...? Does he have a secret way in, or what's going on there? He doesn't really talk about how he gets his apples, just that the local apples have been tasting better and he goes to the orchard and doesn't really say much about it. Well, my friend Roland here tried one of the apples and he said it just tasted like a normal apple. Have you tasted one of the apples? I don't want to do anything that comes from anywhere near that. Yeah, I felt like that too. But Roland here, he's got an insatiable appetite, so what can you do? But what you're telling me is, if I was to, for example, be trying to, I don't know, brew some cider, I probably shouldn't use these apples. <sighs> he's gonna like look at Quince and be like, all right, well, thanks for your help, mate, and sorry about your friends. He's gonna like, Slap him on the arm and be like, right, is there any other stalls we got to go to? 
And can he see any other stalls that he hasn't been to? No. Can you? Yeah, no. Um, all you can hear before you decide you want to leave is is the priest. He's still sat down, but he's still saying about something worshipping the Vessel Hydra. But that's that's all you can hear. It's otherwise you you are can make a decision. On hearing that, Clarence is going to turn to um, his companion and be like, "So, Quint, son, did you find out a lot about the religion that this religious guy's chatting on about?" He keeps talking about people worshipping the Vesselidra. Now, I'm not saying you worship Vesselidras, but I'm just saying, do you know of any people who do worship Vesselidras in your broad religious training? What are you suggesting? That you're a very well-read individual and you know a lot about religion. Out of game, you could do a religion check. Okay. Um, Um, normally clerics have got quite good religion unless you make a broken cleric like I did. And now we've got a we've got three plus three. So there we go. I mean they yeah, I mean all they said to me was that the, these creatures are worshipping the Vessel Hydra. I mean, I can try a bit more and see if I can figure out something else. Yeah, so if you do a religion check, you can think of any religions that you might know that could worship religion um Vessel Hydras, depending on like what score you get or we could ask the priest in which case we could go from there i rolled an 18 for religion i mean out of game as well it isn't like a religion thing like he is a priest and he's talking about um he actually doesn't he actually doesn't give you a lot like as, as the thing um, but just it says that often lesser monsters will worship bigger ones so we've already got okay. that information then basically you've got that information well did you get anything from wrecking your brains that's not too much I mean I just I know as much as the priest told me to be honest that little creatures are worshipping the vessel hydra it's, it's what he said what kind of creatures have you the fruit lady said that there's been a lot of owlbears? I do love owlbears. Well, maybe let, let's try him again. Let, let's maybe let's try him again. Oh, the poor man. Okay. And uh, in which case, Roland's going to like, no. Well, Roland is going to come. Um, but Clarence is going to like go back to the priest guy and be like, Hello again. How are you feeling after your glass of water? The priest has kind of sat there and he's still a bit shaky and he's still quite mumbly, but you can tell that kind of a little bit, the loot definitely helped and you can tell there's a little bit of life that's gone back in his eyes or in his face. Um, But he is still sort of mumbling. Is there a role that's like, almost like a, not like a reassurance, but a way to kind of like comfort the priest so that he can... Yeah, so there can be like a it's it can be a persuasion check. So yeah. like I'm gonna persuade him by being nice. It could be a performance if I'm if I'm making a big song and dance about, you know, yeah. helping him. Um it's kind of me basically assuring him, which probably would be more I was persuasion. Gonna say, to be if fair. you want to roll a persuasion and see what you get and then he can kind of yeah. Because you, you can tell that he's scared and that he doesn't like okay. any of these things. Okay. 
So I got a 17 on this one, which is lower for Clarence, but still yeah, okay. I only got a 16, um, so, so you win out again. <laughs> God damn persuasion. This is, to be fair, Bard's ability modifiers is like persuasion. Like it's their, um, like their charisma is like their thing. Whereas any like insight checks, any wisdom checks, you're going to be like mm. top dog on because mine's not great. <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, Clarence is going to like put his arm around the priest and be like, so just before we head off on our journey, what kind of little critters have been uh, worshipping the Fessalydra then? And he's still scared. He's still very shaky. But you hear him mumble. Troglites. D- did you say troglodytes? D- troglodytes. I can't say it properly. I've been trying to practice all day. Oh. <laughs> the trog- trog- troglodytes. Yeah. Troglodytes. Yeah. That, is that how you say okay. it? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Things as well. I was listening to him say it. Yeah. And trying to. It's because they're American. American. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Troglodytes. Or maybe I'm just saying it wrong. Um. Okay. Yeah. Uh, can I do a um? So I out of game know what a troglodyte is, but in game I'm not sure Clarence would. So can I do like a history check to see if I if we've encountered any of them before? Or I know what yeah. they are. Yeah. Um. And he's going to make sure that Quince has heard that. I'd be like, troglodytes, Quince. Know anything about them? And I got an 11. I got a 13. Okay. Do either of us remember anything about troglodytes? We don't, do we? No, we don't. Okay. No. The the, the priest sort of, you can tell he doesn't really want to talk about what they are he's he's obviously quite scared about them oh no um but he does remind you that they must be worshipping the thessal hydra and if you can find them they might know something and then he sort of goes okay. reverts back into his his sort of mumbling state and you can tell that he just doesn't want to talk about any of it cool so my history role was to see if in my past i had encountered the term before right. um but i'm assuming i don't remember so i'm just like well, let's go and find these uh, troggler things and uh, see if we can get them to sing like sailors about who this vessel hydra is. It sounds like we should head north, Quince. Thoughts? Yeah, let's, let's go to the caves. <laughs> <laughs>